0: Hello and welcome back to the Weird and Proud Podcast. It's your girl. Did you like that changeup? It's a
1: great remix.
0: Right? Little remix. Um, Sam Ram and
1: James.
0: James. Hello everyone. Hope you guys had a great week. Um, if you're listening to this, then Easter has just commenced. Commence.
1: easter commencement
0: <laughs> which i literally forgot about until yesterday that literally easter was this weekend um so i hope you had a great easter and ate a lot james got me even a little easter bunny basket because he's the best
1: easter basket just get a basket and fill it with stuff that she likes
0: yep he's the yeah. best he's the best um how are you doing james you hanging in there i'm good Yeah. Anything?
1: I'm tired. Why? We're sleepy.
0: I know. We had a been... nappy Easter, and I loved I know, we... it. They are the Literally, best ever. We've been to having be honest, such a lazy weekend. We did some
1: napping. Well, we
0: had we had a little bit. We had our we had a, like a cocktail drinking class yesterday, which you know, day drinking at this age, it's really like, I mean, it takes a lot out of you. It's just—it's nap fuel. When you start at one o'clock, you know, and those, we had an array of cocktails. We went to this cocktail making class at this place in Stanford that we love. If you're in Stanford, Flindler's Lane. Great spot. Such a great spot. They have a great bar, great drinks. The bartender's amazing. And they did this cocktail class. And anyway, so we ended up getting a little weird um, midday. And then went to bed at like eight o'clock last night and now you know easter brunch yeah ha- you have to do
1: a cocktail for for jesus we did have an easter boozy brunch yes um not super boozy just two, drink, two yeah, drinks for this yeah night.
0: yeah nothing crazy but still woo. you know even that we i'm like yeah everything hurts but it's fine everything's fine i think there's nothing that'll make me feel better than a little um weirdness i'm
1: excited to talk to and hear from some people hopefully yes
0: yes we do so we have someone we have a really good emailed story
1: oh i'm excited and i don't know any of these in advance so i yes, hear them just like you all for the yes, first time
0: yes so and then i have a i i feel like i also need to do a little segment on the ultimatum because i binged that all week i know you that's important yes because it's very important and um, I have some interesting facts on that. And James, I know you know your due diligence of finding something. I'm sure that is also a little science, science or nerdy related. Because that's just <laughs> no, you're
1: crazy. Because
0: that's just your brand. And um, so,
1: do I get to share my weird thing? Yes, yes. Today, we're gonna do it.
0: What do you got? We well, yes, have weird for us.
1: Perhaps it is a science par- dog. It is a paradox. Science dog and I found a paradox, but I'm going to give some precursor. I wanted to find an Easter special, something I don't always dive into from a science angle.
0: Okay. And the
1: two I was looking at were either ghosts or aliens. And, oh,
0: Easter ghost or an Easter alien.
1: Yep. And we went because of what we found. We went with the Easter alien story. Actually, I thought with, you know, Mr. the whole Alien. Jesus story and rising from the dead, a ghost story would be appropriate. But once you get on the interweb, sometimes you get down a yeah. different black the hole. The algorithm tells you what it needs. To and tell we found something that follows my science. OK, so I learned okay, about something. Us. OK. And I didn't know what it was. And it's called the Fermi paradox. It's named after an Italian. I believe he was a scientist of some kind, but more so importantly, what the Fermi paradox refers to is the dichotomy between the high probability that extraterrestrial intelligence exists and the fact that we have no such evidence for aliens.
0: What?
1: These two possibilities exist. Sir Arthur uh, C. Clarke. Uh, English science fiction author wrote that either we are alone in the universe or we're not, and both are equally terrifying. So with the Fermi paradox, what we're looking at is what, and they, they dove a little deeper, as what are nine reasons, what are nine strange scientific excuses for why humans have not found aliens yet? Okay, We're assuming that, like, Area 51 and all that hasn't come formally public, so some people think it has, some people think it has not But here's the article: nine strange scientific excuses why humans have not found aliens
0: yet. Okay.
1: All right. So okay, so,
0: yeah, it's just like a TED talker
1: um, kind of. Oh, here first one: aliens are hiding in underground oceans. This one has to do with uh, moons of Saturn and Jupiter. There are. Oceans with that are frozen with underground water. So like actual water like us. Yeah. And that's and these where are the
0: theories that are being proven or just like theories that exist. These
1: are theories that exist.
0: Okay. Now it
1: has been proven that there is water just like our oceans on some moons of Jupiter. And so that like just finding water somewhere in the universe was a huge and proving it was a huge thing. Okay. So that was one. Uh, aliens are imprisoned on super earths. Um. So mass planets with 10 times greater gravity than us are holding these alien life so that they can't leave. So they're evolving on super earths all over the universe. Okay. Uh, we're looking in the wrong places because all aliens are robots. Okay. That's another theory.
0: I feel like, okay, Alexa is really. we've Exactly. Yeah. That's
1: kind of what Makes they were sense. talking about. They talked about radios in the 1900s. Hmm. And the first computer in 1945 and that now basically aliens are kind of among us. We should be looking for machines, not little green men. Uh, it, we've already found aliens, but are too distracted to realize it.
0: True. They are all around. I was going to say, I was like, there are videos of them all
1: over. Though I feel Humans like. will kill all the aliens or already have. That's another no, theory that, doubt that we may have found them and destroyed no. them already. Yeah. No. This one is uh very relevant to us. This is something you and I talked about, that aliens did exist, but they had triggered climate change on the planets they were on and they all died.
0: Huh. Yeah, but no, but they're still around. We see them.
1: The we aliens them. couldn't evolve fast enough and died. So there no. were aliens out there but they did not evolve fast enough. This one's good. Dark energy is splitting us apart. So back to the, true. Back to the I mean, time-space continuum. True. The universe is ever expanding, but it's expanding so fast that it isn't allowing travel to happen between the worlds or the space and time between us. It's expanding too fast for them, quote-unquote, to catch us or find us. <laughs> They're moving towards us in space-time, But at the outer edge of the universe, the universe expands faster than in the middle. Theoretically, we're somewhere in the middle. And so they are it's expanding so fast that they can't keep up. It's like trying to swim upstream in a river. It's The best way I can put that one. Interesting. Twist ending. Last one, I promise. We are aliens. Interesting. And that's what I found.
0: What does it have to do with Easter?
1: Well, it was supposed to be about Ghosts that i found aliens That's exactly that's all it is
0: i thought this was like a like you know the aliens portal opens No,
1: that's as far as we were going we were going the whole christian belief of jesus rising from the dead there's a ghost type story in there somewhere
0: and then we found
1: some stuff on aliens we like better
0: interesting okay well there you there you guys go do you feel better after that ted talk um hopefully you um learned a lot you can
1: edit some of that down if you need to. <laughs> this
0: is this is the thing is james loves like when he gets on something like he you are a born teacher it's i like a born ted talker you know like i feel like james should have been a teacher because you just love to nerd out on stuff and we love that and that's I why do. we love you i do love but to nerd out no, but that was fascinating. Really
1: good stuff. The Fermi Paradox is very interesting. You <laughs> read the whole article. I read the whole article and
0: it was of long. Of course you did. Yep. I'm literally not even surprised. Okay. Um. Wow. Well, thank you so much, James. Hope that really just like got you guys going. I know I It did for me. I'm forever changed. And I mean, we. you know, that's it. Who knows? I think they're walking among us. Which one do you think, James? If you were to pick one, what what's yours? Oh, theory? the one
1: I already knew. The one, if I were asked that question, is the uh, the frozen on frozen uh planets,
0: frozen planets. Yeah, right they're stuck on frozen
1: planets. The, if we we're just to follow some line of what we t- seem to understand about how the universe works yep. for some kind of life, now there's plenty of other models out there of how it might work. But for us to reasonably find life, it would have to be in, around, in and around water. Yeah. Coming from a different time portal or, yes, crossing some kind of time-space continuum, that's a different story. Yeah. Right? But water is kind of a basis for what we might find in this area for life. So, frozen planets are the best way to go.
0: <laughs> Thank you, James. Yeah. That's educational. Like again, you guys can't say that you never come from this podcast without learning something, you know, to take with you in, into the future. Um, I think they're among us. Thank you for asking. I think they're among us, walking around us. They're smarter than us and they are here. You might be an alien. Pru's an alien. Pru. <laughs> Pru-pro. The bunnies in the yard, the mouse might be aliens. Our little mouse our little habitat that we have here. Yeah. Um, all right, so I also had to talk a little segment on the ultimatum because I did find an article that was talking about all of the facts that you probably didn't know about it. And if you haven't seen it yet, you must. And there are a little bit of spoilers in this, but like nothing that's, well, I guess, yeah, there are some spoilers in here. So skip through Wait, for the next five minutes of here. Spoiler you're... alert. What?
1: I have a second follow-up answer to my answer about aliens. What? Frozen planets first. The people on the ultimatum second they are aliens
0: (laughs) literally um so if you have watched it or if you're gonna watch it and you don't even really care about the ending um the idea is that there are these couples i think there's like six total and they're basically given an ultimatum like these people first of all too have been together for like two years like Okay, and they're like 23, 24. Early and mid-20s. I think the oldest person we saw, there was a guy who
1: was 30. Yeah, right. But his girlfriend was like 23, 24.
0: Right. So they basically, Nick Lachey, Vanessa Lachey, literal sociopaths, sociopaths are the hosts of these shows. And which, if you've seen Love is Blind, like all these other Netflix shows, like the trash of trash, they apparently are the hosts of. And they basically have like this opening party where, you know, they're kind of introducing themselves and then they basically go for three weeks. First, they're like doing like all these kind of like open activities so they can all meet each other. But then they choose who they want to spend three weeks with and they have to literally move in with them like, you know, they're still trying to quote unquote like live normal lives, like go to their jobs and they have to live with these other people. They're basically like couple swapping. It's basically like a swingers party. And um, they go live with this other couple, you know, this other partner from another couple for three weeks. And then they go back to their original partner for three weeks. And then at the end, they have to decide who they want to stay with. Which is literal. <laughs> it's like the biggest <laughs> psychology experiment of all time. Um, But something that's really interesting is like because you watch the show and you're like, there's literally no way that like a normal, sane couple would be like, yeah, this sounds like a great idea, and that this is actually going to strengthen our swingers,
1: relationship. Swingers, swingers—they're still sane people. They just think of things totally different,
0: right? And just the way it's done, obviously, it's like something must be going on here. Um, and come to find out, like a lot of like what they were told before the show, like they, you know, some of them have talked about it. There's this Buzz Buzzfeed article that they a lot of them didn't know that it was an ultimatum and a lot of them were reached out by instagram so they're saying that most of them were like dm'd on instagram and were like hey like you know we see you're in a relationship or is your relationship on the rocks or is it at a standstill point or something and they all like kind of thought it was like a hoax or like they're being scammed for something and they basically were told that it's going to be like this dating show. It's not like an ultimatum. They didn't tell them what the title was, obviously. And they didn't tell them that, like, the premise was that they were either had to do this show or they're breaking up. Their partner was breaking up with them. But I think they just put it like that for dramatic effect, obviously. Interesting. Yeah. They basically told them that they were going to be like going to the show And there were going to be these other couples and they were going to be able to like swap for three weeks and then decide like who they want to stay with. It wasn't like built around marriage. It was more about like just, you know, at the end of the day, they were going to get a lot of Instagram followers and social media, which also Jake, like one of the guys who like looks like builds this relationship with this other woman who's not his original partner he had said that he was, like, just about to propose to the woman, April, that he had originally come with. And he's, like, she basically told me that, like, we should go on this because it's going to get our social media following up. We, you know, can still stay together. Like, if we can just get through this, we'll both have a huge social media following. She wanted to be, like, an influencer. And, you know, like that we just have to get. We,
1: I mean, you pretty much called, like, we knew she was that type yeah, like if, right from the it's so out. obvious you if you're gonna if you're watching the show and you're like so some of these people are obviously here for likes and social media following she's the first she stood out yeah like crazy.
0: yeah i mean all of them i mean to some degree it's like they have to because why else i mean i can't i also am curious too if, how much they get paid to do this because yep. if it's not like in, you know if it's like 10 grand it's like you really are gonna up- do all this whole life right for 10 right ruin your relationship pretty much i mean listen at the end of it which spoiler alert again you know the one couple that survives is the one that ends up being the most toxic madeline and colby who like from the beginning you're like oh this girl she like she's fucked up the entire series pretty much like she has no idea what's going on and she is just like you know she's acting like she could care less about this guy he's obviously madly in love with her but she's just like i just don't see it and they end up being like this you know the one that comes out at the end which is wild um but yeah she talks about the most of like too there's a bunch of stuff that was cut out and um it's funny they she actually said that they were cast. Madeline and Col, um, oh Madeline, it says Madeline, and Jake too, but Madeline and Colby too specifically were also told about like two weeks before the taping, like you're going to be on it. So it was always, so it was really, like really, really quick, two weeks before. I thought that was a really interesting fact because that's all like you know a lot of times, especially with these shows like Bachelorette and a lot of these dating shows. You know, they have like months to prepare. So like, you know, a lot of them get these wardrobes and oh, they yeah. get, you know, they like try and get in like super shape and all that stuff. Um. Also, what was another thing I thought that was really interesting? Um, what were you going to say something?
1: They must have told them throughout the show something about there being an ultimatum or they did a good job of <sighs> tricking them because they do all. I remember them saying she put me to this
0: ultimatum
1: like, yeah, they must.
0: Well, once they get there, then they're like, here's how we're going to. And they must. Yeah. Yeah, They're like, here's what you need to say. So here's how we're going to trick
1: these poor people into doing this. Pretty much. Gave them some lines, cut and spliced everything together.
0: Yeah. Like April, you know, April, we were just talking about. She basically was like, you know, like, it's fine. You guys, you can kiss the other person and kiss the other, you know, partner that you swap with and you can sleep in the same bed but like they made like all these rules like if we're gonna stay together you can't like have sex with her you can't do anything more than kissing you can't say love you know like there's certain words or stuff you know um but like you know again they i guess they just didn't think and it's i mean it's like how could you not like for three three weeks is a long time too
1: a really long
0: time so it's like that's i mean you are sleeping in the same bed as someone and obviously like you get to choose like they were saying to the each they had set it up so everyone got a chance to talk to the other like another one of the couples yes so that you know they could really see if they had a chance with someone that's an interesting deep dive on that show but yeah it's just kind of some interesting facts that you kind of figure that it's like there's no way that people would really be like yeah this is going to be a great idea to Go on this very public netflix show and decide if we really want to get married or not I you know could, i
1: may i give one observation that yes. i found very entertaining because yes. i always try to find something weird about these shows yeah i don't think nick lachey liked what they were doing to the
0: people well you could tell that yeah vanessa <laughs> shay was way more into it she was a, she he was, was a great, just kind of sitting there nick
1: lachey was just kind of like done with it and i don't know if he liked the premise of the show or if he's just a big enough star that he just checked out and he's like, I don't like doing this anymore. Yeah. But he I'm gonna go Nick Lachey's a good person and just was like, I don't know if I like this premise.
0: Yeah, right. Well then it's you know, I feel like too one they it's just like obviously swapping with someone else while they're also we're in like a really serious relationship, like that can't be the good basis. Of a relationship. To move forward. <laughs>
1: right. We figured this that out. Is Let's re- move forward.
0: Yeah, here. right. It's like, oh, yeah, we both, like, came here in a really serious relationship. Like, this is a really great idea. Like, now we should get married. You know, which is, like, the Ray and Jake, those were the couples that, had, like, you know, had not, had, like, basically felt like they had made the biggest connection and were the ones at the end that were not with their original partners that wanted to stay together, supposedly, quote unquote.
1: Are they still they together? together? They're not together. And they
0: actually said at the reunion that they were like, right after the show was done filming, we were like, this is not a good idea. You know, like, because <laughs> <laughs> they had like said at the finale that they were gonna do this, you know, huge adventure together and like go travel the world together and, you know, just like, you know, and like a day a after the show, and they were like, "Oh, yeah." And then literally the next day, they're like, "Yeah, this is actually." Are any of
1: the couples still like actually together?
0: Like, well, the only the one, the, the two that got one, engaged, yeah, the one that was married. Well, technically, they got like quote unquote married. Like that was the Colby and Madeline, Colby and
1: Madeline. But the, I thought that the other couple was even stronger. The first guy who proposed,
0: oh, to yeah. the crazy
1: blonde girl. To the crazy blonde girl? They were the first. He proposed to her oh, at, at the, the dinner table. Like,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, technically, they are still, still together, too. Right?
1: Yeah, 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 Yes, yes. As weird as they kind of were, they actually seem to have the strongest yeah. type relationship.
0: Of yeah, like in the first episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, apparently, supposedly. But I think, too, a lot of them have posted, and, you know, like they sign these contracts where they can't say anything, and they have to you know they always say this, it's like are there certain things that they're signing that they have to be together for a certain time after the show premieres to show that the show quote unquote worked to some degree you know if everyone comes out like alone it's like oh this didn't work out um so it's like you wonder you just wonder what the real deal is but anyways thought that was interesting now let's go to our listener submissions which Always my favorite. Pleasure. And I, I love the people. Thought this was a really good one. This is one that was pretty long, kind of a spooky story. Ooh, we got a
1: spooky one.
0: Yeah. So this one's emailed. As a reminder, if you want to call in, if you want to write us something weird, tell us a weird story, something weird you did, go to speakpipe. Speakpipe! Speakpipe.com slash weird and proud pod. All one word and you can leave us a voicemail. You can leave it anonymous up to a minute and thirty seconds. So if you have to submit a second part too, that's fine as well. But um
1: you can leave multiple calls in a row. If it's a longer James type story, feel right. free to <laughs> call multiple times.
0: Um, or you can write into us at weird at gmail.com. So if it's longer, if you just don't want to say it out loud, you can um you can write into us. All right, this one is good. Okay, you ready, James? Ready. I was picking okay. the dog. Yes, the dog is here, and she's being cute. Okay. Sam and James, I know you guys love bizarre stories. This one's kind of long, so I had to write it in, but the story still gives me goosebumps. My sister told me the story about one of her patients. She's a psychiatric nurse, and a couple of years ago, she was working at a residential mental health facility in the Midwest for veterans. One of her patients was an elective mute, which means that he didn't talk or he wouldn't talk. And he really didn't. There were no medical reasons as to why. He apparently had spoken earlier in his life and could talk. And apparently at one point he seemed very normal. um, But he had apparently been raised in the Deep South and joined the military when he was 19. One night when he was in active duty overseas. He literally just up one night, was there for his duties, and then by morning, no one could find him. He literally vanished. He was declared missing in action and eventually was declared missing and dead a couple years later. Then, 10 years later, a man walks into my sister's veterinary, veterinary, ah, veterinary veteran hospital in the Midwest, And said to the receptionist, my name is blank, the name of this man, and I've been dead for 10 years. Those were the last words that he ever spoke out loud. He apparently was, like, super dirty. He, like, hadn't shaved or showered, it looked like, in years. His social security number hadn't been used. Like, there was no shown that he had ever, like, used any of his debit cards or any of his credit cards. The only way that he didn't have any identification on him, the only way they were able to identify him was via fingerprints. His family was notified, and they were obviously like flabbergasted. She was like, they had already basically grieved, like they had had a funeral for him. It's been ten years, of course. Yeah. Um, and apparently he would just like pace the hall all day, every day. It would he would move his mouth, but it never like words never came out. Um, the weirdest thing is he had this tick where he would throw his head back and his mouth wide open as if he was laughing, but a breath like he it, he couldn't even make a breath. I tried to talk my. Uh, wait. um, Sorry, my sister tried to talk to him. He would look like he was listening, but he would just throw his head back in this laughter mimic way. And they tried like all these medications. Nothing affected him positively or negatively. They tried occupational therapy. Um, and then she said, the last day that her sister before she moved, because they don't, she's just they don't live there anymore. They had moved out of the state. The last thing she saw was her. Um, the last thing her sister saw was the man pacing in the parking lot, out on his walk with his head back to laugh and that was like this infamous story apparently he's still there still alive and has not still spoken till this day
1: that's amazing what was the condition again was it selective mutism or yes yeah,
0: selective mutism okay that's what i thought right. yeah is the name of it and she didn't like give his name obviously or like even the name of the hospital obviously but um there there it also like reminded me too of this book and like i feel like this was a movie too at one point there's a movie about that where it's like a patient who has to remain silent and i can't remember what movie it is though what are you looking up isn't there a movie about that yeah. I mean, a, there's this there's this book called the silent patient which i had read years ago that was very kind of similar um but they obviously end up talking in the end and it's like this whole murder mystery but um that is spooky i read that and i was like that that's a
1: powerful one yeah i feel for that person whoever they were they served in the military
0: you know what movie i was just thinking about it's don't say a word did you ever see that movie
1: no which one is that one
0: uh, it was with britney murphy It was such a good movie. So technically, she wasn't totally mute. Like, she would just say, like, I'll never tell. Oh, really? Kind of creepy. Yeah. And but she just like wouldn't talk. There's
1: been other silent type movies. Yeah.
0: But But it is like, you know, I mean, especially for this, it's like, well, what in the hell has he been doing the last 10 years? That's. And I had to look
1: up one thing just to make sure. (laughs) Again. I like the science side, but the personal side. That's horrible that that person went through that. It sounds like that they found a dissociative trick, meaning not speaking, right? Right. Yeah, Cutting yeah, off yeah. communication. So much trauma to, or something. To, exactly. But that person's family, I feel even equally as bad for them. Like, right. That's horrible. Right.
0: I mean, can you even imagine? Well, I guess
1: the person coming back and being alive, maybe, maybe right. that's well, it's better like, than them. Being also,
0: dead. you know, he had to have gotten overseas, you know, back to overseas. And he came to like the middle of the Midwest. Like, that's weird, too. You know, it's like, how did he end up there?
1: There's there and there's where my brain goes after saying, you know, feeling bad for this person. What happened in those 10 years?
0: Right. Well, so one other thing that I had. um I had looked up, oh, there was a story that I had also I was gonna pull up to. Oh, here it is. Um, that reminded me of this. And I had just seen this actually, um, when I was scrolling, that there was this teenager who I don't know where this was. Oh, it was in California, Northern California. They found this teenager. Apparently, this kid, when he was 16. North of San Francisco in a place called Clear Lake in 2019. He just vanished. Like he literally same sort of thing, like kind of like in the middle of the night, walked away, you know, like, or whatever. They thought maybe he was still taken or something, you know, they never obviously never found him.
1: They didn't obviously didn't call Liam Neeson.
0: (laughs) Obviously. And his name was something Oswald. And, um, For years, for three years since 2019, they had just assumed something terrible had happened to him. And then apparently, literally this week, in Salt Lake City, Utah, there were reports of this man who was wandering around this grocery store. Or it was like a gas station. Gas station. And he was just wandering around and people kept seeing him, trying to talk to him, and he wouldn't talk to anybody. And he would kind of like kind of run away, and um finally, someone like a police so the police were called, you know, after like yeah. they saw him like for a couple days in a row, and he just looked obviously disheveled and like looked you know, like he yeah, was in bad shape, and it turns out that there was this kid, and so far, they so it's almost yeah, it's almost been three years, and they still. This is like literally as April 16th. So like this was like literally a couple days ago. Um, they made contact with his parents and they were like what? You know it's like the same. They're like what was he doing for three years? Um, where has he been? Like it's one of those things he was a teenager so it's not like he had a ton of money to be able to run away. Obviously yeah. he's been kind of living on the streets. Um, But yeah the police picked him up and they he's basically in a hospital right now trying to kind of figure out rehab and trying to figure out what he's been doing or what happened but crazy right
1: that was an amazing share by whoever emailed that in thank you so much yeah that's That's a
0: stories like that if you have any you know if anyone else has any stories like that love kind of like a creepy story you can obviously email in like she did um
1: the brain goes in a million directions well
0: yeah that is space kind is it the space time continuum (laughs)
1: could be now the questions that we have could be so the brain can only access what we have available to us and i mean that for us we do listen to an inordinate amount of murder podcasts Mm. and crazy creepy things so there are there people out there that just kidnap other people you know the the veteran was he a prisoner of war but you would think that they would know more due to like physical ailments. Like if he looked like if he got beaten up or bones broken or things like that. Right. 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 So could it have been prisoner of war? Could a serial type person have?
0: Well, you know what? I think it is. What do it's you a think? Circle it background. It aliens. Aliens. <laughs> uh, that
1: was going to be another thing. So see, your brain went right to aliens.
0: Aliens. Aliens kidnapped them, did social experiments, and dropped them back off.
1: And that's why they probably chose not to speak, because even because speaking to an alien that isn't that maybe can't communicate back in English or doesn't know what English is or speaking and not getting anything in response, eventually your brain is just going to stop talking. Right. Because you're not getting the conversational reward for it. Mm -hmm. So.
0: Aliens, they're here, they're walking among us, they are here I thought those were from good definitely um some good nerd stuffs. I love the um again that story feel free weird and proud pod weird and proud pod at gmail.com. write us in any of your weird stories use like any, like i don't even know how to classify that like what kind of story that is it's a
1: great story
0: just a great so story so
1: classify that um collison
0: speakpipe.com/weird and proud pod
1: if you get any updates on that guy from 10 years and if he starts speaking yeah, or something yeah there are any happens, like we'd updates. Love to hear about this
0: yeah or yeah any updates to any previous story we love a good update um to do some a shameless plug on some of the shows coming up so i'm going to be In Boston on May 22nd. That's a Sunday. I'm going to be in New York City at the City Winery on June 1st. I'm going to be in Philadelphia on June 10th at City Winery. So, tickets available now. You can go to the link in my bio and my Instagram to get ticks. And um, I can't wait to meet some of you guys in person. Hopefully you guys can come out. Hopefully we'll be doing some more shows around. I know, you know, again, Washington, D.C. is coming later. I forget the date. It's not till later this summer. Um, But trying to, you know, get out and meet some of you guys. Obviously, James will be there. Merch. We're doing a new merch.
1: Come hang with James.
0: Yep. Yeah. New merch launch coming soon. So um, just lots of exciting stuff. Um, And we are just so grateful for you guys. We love you guys so much.
1: You guys are the best. (laughs) Well,
0: We'll talk to you next week. Bye, weirdos.